Well, greetings. Welcome to the dividing line, the first dividing line of 2023. I'm wearing my my Think T-shirt, which was given to me by dear friends at church on Sunday. It's a you can see it's there's a king there, so it's a it's a chess thing, and uh, it was given to me by the Y Brews. I've been doing everything I can to uh, get young Seth everything he needs to become a grandmaster by the time he's 18. <laughs> and um, so he had his on and they gave me a copy of this shirt. And uh, I, I will just say in passing to all the homeschool parents out there, I just can't think of a better way, uh, a more enjoyable way to help your kids think logically in a rigorous, disciplined fashion, uh, more than playing chess. I, I honestly believe that uh, the fact that I got deeply into chess in my teen years, my young teen years, 13, 14 years of age, and likewise uh, did radio, live radio, with records made of vinyl, um, rip and read UPI uh, news commercials on what we called carts back then. I mean, it was a different world. But me and microphones, they don't even, I don't even know that they're there. And then the, the mental skills you gain from playing chess well are almost non-existent in public indoctrination today. Let's not even, can we, have, can we just drop the word education? Because it, it has nothing to do with what's going on. In fact, I, uh, I looked at my property taxes. We don't have a big home. We have a, or a small home, really. Uh, and uh, I have to get the property taxes paid. And I look at what it goes for. Look at how it's broken down. Wow. W-O-W. It is almost all going directly into that school at the end of my street. It's, it is, I am being robbed to do public indoctrination. That's, that's the only way to put it. That's the only way to put it. It's, it's horrific. Um, but anyway, uh, I'm I just just in passing. Um, learn how to play chess. Teach kids how how to play chess. It's great, great fun, and it it there's very little there's, there are a few things that will teach you how to think down multiple options, many moves down multiple options, and how things. Great mental exercise. Great stuff. Obviously, not taking place uh, in much of uh, what it used to be called education today. I saw a, um, uh, well, Dr. Jordan B. Peterson just posted, well, four hours ago, uh, a thread on uh, Twitter. And remember, he's from Canada. And he says, the Ontario College of Psychologists has demanded that I submit myself to mandatory social media communication retraining with their experts for, among other crimes, retweeting Pierre Polierve, I don't have no idea who that is, and criticizing Justin Trudeau and his political allies. Uh, I've been accused of harming people, although none of the complainants involved in the current action were clients of mine, past or present, or were even acquainted with any of my clients. I am to take a course of such training which reports documenting my progress or face an in-person tribunal and suspension of my right to operate as a licensed clinical psychologist. About a dozen people from all over the world submitted complaints about my public statements on Twitter and Rogan over a four-year period out of the 15 million who follow me on social media, claiming that I had harmed people, not them, with my views. In its wisdom, 
CP Ontario decided to pursue these complaints, even though they could have dismissed them as vexatious, which obviously they are. I've been accused of harming people. That actually got repeated. Uh, And even though many of them falsely claimed that they were or had been clients of mine and were allowed by CP Ontario to have their complaints investigated despite this falsehood, we are now in a situation in Canada under Justin Trudeau where practicing professionals can have their livelihoods and public reputations threatened in a very serious manner for agreeing with the official position and criticizing, it should be, for not agreeing with the official position and criticizing major government figures. If I comply, the terms of my re-education and my punishment will be announced publicly. I have already had the, the second most serious category of punishment levied against me and have been deemed at high risk to re-offend. Canadians, your physicians, lawyers, psychologists, and other professionals are now so intimidated by their commissar overlords that they fear to tell you the truth. Really? This means that your care and legal counsel has been rendered dangerously unreliable. Uh, Ask Queen's University Law Professor Party Bruce if he concurs on the legal front. To reiterate, I face public disgrace, mandatory political re-education, disciplinary hearing, and potential loss of my clinical licensing for agreeing with whoever this Pierre guy is uh, and criticizing our standing Prime Minister, Justin Trudeau. I am willing, if CP Ontario concurs, which they won't, to make absolutely every word of all this fully public so that everyone can decide for themselves what is actually happening and let the chips fall where they will in consequence. Now, look, um, we all know that Jordan Peterson's a brilliant genius, okay? Um, And many times you listen to him and you sort of stop and go, I'm going to have to listen to that again (laughs) because I'm not really sure where he was going there. And there is a, what terminology should I utilize here? There is a, uh, a disconcerting element to his brilliance at times. You know, sometimes he'll wander off on a, on a tangent and never get back to where he started. And you, you, just, you just know you're listening to someone who's running, running the gears as fast as they can go all the time. And I've only met the man once, just greeted him. The only, uh, my primary recollection of our, our encounter uh, is the fact that he um, spoke right after Summer did at a conference in 2017 in Washington, D.C., and uh, quoted her, I think, three times and said, as the previous speaker said. That's, that's, my biggest, that's my biggest memory. Other than when he started off, I was like, is he going to get to something that makes sense here? And he did. But there's a... It, it reminds me a little bit of a B-52 taking off. Have you ever seen a B-52 take off? Um, it's got to produce a whole lot of smoke first <laughs> before it gets up to speed. Then when it gets going, it can, it can, wow, it can do stuff, but it, it, it ain't fast. Uh, and it, it ain't pretty, um, when, when it takes off. Um, so anyway, here you've got obviously someone who is far more brilliant than any, anybody in the Canadian government. <laughs> I mean, um, radical, secular leftists are not the brightest people on the planet. They're really not. They're, they're easily controlled. They're easily duped. Um, they're looking for nice, simple answers uh, to stuff that's far more complex than they want it to be. And uh, so none of these people would ever agree to engage in this retraining um, publicly. Because then people would get people would get to see firsthand the fact that all they these people can do is just repeat political lines. They have they have no capacity to interact and engage in critical thought. Um, secularism does not does not create that ability. It 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 denigrates that uh, that ability. Um, 
but that's why they're not going to do it. So they just, they just use force. We will rescind your license to practice as a psychologist. Um, because we can, because we have that power. We, we do not have to justify it. Uh, we, we just simply have to, what, what are you pointing at? Yeah. Oh. Oh, he's running against Trudeau. <laughs> That's well. Uh, what did what did Twitter, Facebook, and everything else do during the 2020 election? Uh, what happened here you know, in in Maricopa County in 2022? And we just all see all this happening. Um, it is just the way that it is. Um, those who read history know that those on the left. Um, they silence, they censor, they cannot debate, they can only scream, they can only engage in violence, and once they have the reins of power, uh, they suppress, they kill, they murder, they imprison. That's what the left is all about. There's, they can't change, they they can't they can't advance, um, because their their argumentation is incomprehensibly bad. Um, so they, they avoid that at all costs. And so here you have Dr. Peterson um, being uh, persecuted, political persecution in Canada. Wow, who would have seen that coming? Well, anybody who knows the left, anybody who knows the left knows that it is absolutely necessary for them to engage in this kind of thing because they cannot win on the force of argument. They can't. They don't have history behind them. They don't have the numbers. They don't have the data. That's why they. That's why they have no problems whatsoever altering data sets, um, fudging the numbers. That's what's happening right now, I'm, folks. I'm. I'm telling you. Uh, I, I. I briefly commented on stuff like this over the years. I've. I've not spent a lot of time on it, but. Uh, Again, it was Michael Fallon uh, a couple years ago who said, well, uh, once COVID starts losing its, um, its punch, they'll switch right back to climate because that's their ultimate, their ultimate weapon to undo nation states and to make all nations bow before a higher global authority. Um, they, their, their intention is to use climate. Climate wasn't getting it done. Um, for a lot of different reasons, uh, but just the common sense reason for most of us, if you've read one or two books, if you, if, again, if you know history, you know, the earth has been warmer than it is today. You know that, um, it is, it is without question that many places in the Northern hemisphere that cannot be uh, utilized for growing crops today. They cannot support human life without trucking in fossil fuels and stuff like that. Uh, used to have cities, towns, vineyards, uh, cultivatable land. Um, and I even saw, I, I, I think I may have saved it, but um, I even saw a, an email over the weekend uh, within the context of the climate, quote unquote, climate science, uh, where someone was saying, we need to get rid of the medieval warming period. This is from a credentialed, currently teaching professor in a state university. We need to get rid of the medieval warming period. Now, what was the medieval warming period? Well, like I said, and I, I, know, I know, I know, but, some of you have tuned out so you don't listen. I, I, I got this in seminary, okay? I remember in the 70s when the big thing was we're all going to freeze to death. It was global cooling, ice age coming. Um, and uh, so the guy that Ehrlich, that, the, uh, that 60 Minutes just interviewed again, the guy who has been one hundred percent wrong on every prediction he has ever made 
<laughs> it's just oh, he should he should just slink around wearing a fake rubber nose and working at McDonald's is so bad. But there's nothing wrong about working at McDonald's. It's just a good place to hide. You don't normally expect. Rich used to work at McDonald's, okay? So he's a little, he's offended now. And because this is the world we live in. Whatever example you're going to use, you're going to offend somebody because everybody just walked on a big old chip on their shoulder. Knock it off. Just, just, just try. Anyway. Um, <laughs> uh, this was back in the days when, um, you know, they're doing the, the everyone's going to freeze death and, and, and that type of stuff. And then it, all, it switched over to global warming uh, after all that stuff. Um, but so I'm in seminary and my church history professor is talking about how you can find towns named after vineyards and things in, in Northern England and Scotland where you, you can't grow a vineyard today. Uh, the growing, if, if there's even a growing season, it's too cold, it's too short. Uh, very plainly, very clearly, it had been much warmer there. And, and we know this historically. And we know that uh, what happened was in the 11 and 1200s, there was a warming period. And you know what the result of that was? Did, 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 did mankind die? I mean, Ehrlich was just on talking about how, you know, uh, the, the current uh, carbon level, carbon dioxide level, is uh, it, it's just where mankind is going to die. It, it has been much higher in the past. And again, simple reality here. The relevance of carbon dioxide to air temperature is logarithmic. So it, when it's low, there, there's, a, there's a big, and then, and then it does this. And we're already up here. You could double it. It would do nothing. It would do nothing other than make plants happier because plants need carbon dioxide. It would green the planet. But other than that, we're, we're at a low point in it. If it went much lower, we, you could have extinction, which makes me wonder if that's not what these people want, to be perfectly honest with you. Um, so that warming period had nothing to do with mankind. There, what, there was, mankind's population was very small. There were no jet aircraft. There were no SUVs. Um, it didn't matter how many uh, fires were burning at campsites or in, in uh, chimneys, uh, fireplaces uh, around the world. That was, was an irrelevantly small amount in comparison to a single volcanic ex- uh, eruption. In fact, a single volcanic eruption can equal the entire output of a year of mankind. Just boom, like that. So much for all of your Kyoto Accords and all the rest of that stuff. One, one volcano and bloop. And there's a lot of people saying there's, all, there's so much coming from fissures under the ocean that it does not matter what we do. What we do. You can spend trillions of dollars, which is exactly what they want to do, which is exactly what they are doing uh, and want to continue to do and to take it and to indebt you and enslave you in the process. And it wouldn't make any difference. None. Zip zero nada. So there, there's there's a lot of people pointing this out. There's a lot of people um, putting that information out there and 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 saying, "Look, here's." Uh, I've started following a number of them on social media, mainly on Twitter, because it's the only place they can be seen right now. Because Facebook will suppress them. All of them. Once you find who the leftists are censoring and suppressing, then you can find out who's, where the money's going. You know, follow the money. Follow the money. Just think of the amount of money that's already gone into the quote-unquote green sector uh, just over the past two years during the Biden regime. Illegally, but they did it anyways. Uh, follow the money. Follow the money in pharma. Follow the money in, in uh, the green stuff. Um, and you'll, you'll see where it, all ends up going. And uh, so what happened was starting in the mid to late 1200s, it started getting cold again. Now, what, what controls all this? The sun. The cycles of the sun. 
that, that that's pretty much i mean you know ocean currents and things like that you know we'll we'll get involved but primarily you're talking the sun and what takes place soon after that in the in the middle of the of the 1300s 1347 great plague black death great mortality probably rats coming out of the great steppes in russia at the advancing cold and um you end up wiping out half of the human population in in europe with a real epidemic i saw the corrected numbers on uh, COVID deaths. I don't know if you saw that. Far, far lower than any of the predictions had been. And for young people, you know, 24, something like that is like 0.003, I think, something like that. Uh, You know, way below anything that could have even begun to uh, provide a basis for everything that was done. The businesses that were destroyed, the lockdowns, the masking and all the rest of the stuff that that took place so anyway um this is what we're this is the current um mechanism of the left and you might say what does they have to have to do with 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 the christian faith real simple this is a this is a conflict between the culture of death and the culture of life we have we the, the 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 long range goal of the culture of death is to bring more death to massively decrease the human population the only way you can do that is you kill people you starve them you do what china's doing to them you stop having life so we have we have billboards in Europe right now and in progressive parts of the United States. Don't have children. Stop having children. I, I mean, I mean, it, it, they don't have to do this in Japan. Japan's doing it to itself. The, there won't be any Japanese in, in a very small number of, of years because they're not having children. They're doing this voluntarily. They're committing cultural suicide. And everything they've built will be taken over by other people. Um, so the culture of death is all around us. It's, it seeks to murder unborn children in the womb. By the way, please pray for the meetings going on in Georgia right now. Um, you've seen um, G3 has put out emails and announcements. They are a part of this. There is a major coalition of anti-abortion groups coming together in Georgia right now. Uh, I'm preaching Sunday at Apologia Church because Jeff Durbin is in Georgia meeting with the G3 leadership and the pastors. Even Georgia Right to Life, which is astonishing, is involved with this and lots of pastors from across the state to introduce a bill of equal protection in the legislature. If you know how any of this works, you know, you introduce, it fails. You introduce, it gets a few more. You introduce, this is how, this is how things are done today. And so our team from End Abortion Now, I say our, I'm one of the pastors of Apologia Church, so it works that way. They're all in Georgia right now. And so that's why I'm preaching on Sunday is they're busy doing what they need to be doing at this particular point in time. And uh, so pray for their unity and for the, the courage of Christian legislators in the state of Georgia to protect life, to uh, abolish abortion, to uh, to do what needs to be done um, in that in that state, um, and of course, the only thing, the only way that's going to happen is if God changes the hearts and minds of so many people in that state who have been captured by the culture of death. 
But again, that, that's what all of this is about. B- believe it or not, yes, knowing the historical reality, knowing the truth about the world God has created is a good and proper thing. And when you have gross untruth, just, just, well, let's put it this way. There is a direct parallel, a direct parallel between how the evolutionary theory is handled within the quote-unquote educational system, within academia, and quote-unquote climate science. A direct parallel. You, you cannot get published. You cannot get tenure. You cannot get hired if you go against the narrative. Or how about went into, went into law on Sunday in the state of California COVID misinformation requires California's medical licensing boards to take disciplinary action against doctors who are involved with the dissemination of misinformation or disinformation related to the SARS-CoV-2 coronavirus or COVID-19. So in other words, this communist state, and it is a communist state, one party rule, one party rule, Ultra leftists in charge all the way across uh, at the state level. Um, you cannot trust what your doctor tells you about anything related to SARS in California because the law says that they can't tell you the whole truth because whatever the government says is misinformation or disinformation, we all know now they were lying through their stinking teeth to us starting in early 2020. We know that. We all know that. Even the leftists in their more honest moments know even they were being lied to. About the whole nine yards, the masking and and mortality rates and it one massive collection of lies. But you can't say anything about it or lose your medical license. And then of course they'll turn around and say, Well, all doctors agree with us. <laughs> Well, of course they do. You've got a gun to their head. What do you expect? Oh, it's it, it's just so obvious. It, it it just makes you wonder when you you look at people, you try to talk to people, and and they just there's this glazed look in their eyes. They just it it, it the, the switch has been turned off. It's astonishing. So yeah, AB twenty eighty nine. In fact. California is a wonderful example of what's heading our direction. Um, SB 107 was uh, went into effect uh, on Sunday. This law signed by Gavin Newsom in September protects the use of drugs or surgery to provide so-called gender-affirming care to children from other states where the use of such treatments is restricted or criminalized. It prohibits doctors from releasing information to other states and prohibits California courts interfering in child custody over such treatments. So this is, this was the part that was missing from the story over the weekend of the Texas Supreme court. They refused to get involved with the situation with the Texas father who has been fighting to keep his leftist nutcase divorced wife from neutering his son, chemically castrating his son. That's what puberty, puberty blockers are. They, they have the, the effect of those drugs long-term. Um, no, person who ever seriously took the Hippocratic Oath could ever use those drugs outside of chemically castrating sexual predators. So to use it on an eight-year-old is an abomination. Any doctor that will do that will stand before God and be judged for eternity for such Nazi-like behavior. And the thing is, at least the Nazis kept it secret. 
These people get paid for it. They advertise. That's that's how far we've gone, folks. Is the Nazis kept what they were doing in secret behind those Arbeit mach frei gates at the at all the concentration camps. But you can walk into the highest level places in California and they'll advertise that they'll do the same things to human beings. So murder them in the womb, castrate them and destroy them as infants. And then you've got euthanasia coming the other direction. You got the Canadians saying, hey, oh, so you're complaining that we haven't gotten a lift chair installed in your house yet? Well, here's the suicide line. If you want to just uh, simply kick off, we'll, uh, we'll help you do it. Culture of death. It's a culture of death. It's all around us. You can't talk about politics. When the politics become theological, you can't avoid it. You can't avoid it. The state is taking very clear moral and theological stands. And when they say you cannot know what a boy or a girl is, and you can cut off that child's reproductive organs because you've confused them and you know you've done it. You look at the numbers. The, I saw, I saw a, uh, someone writing about the fact that at their child's school, um, seven out of 24 of the girls in this, I think it was like seventh grade, seven out of 24 girls identified as transgender. Um, that didn't happen in 1980. There was no such thing as that in 1990. Is it something in the water? No. It's this. That's all it is. Oh, <laughs> I activated a a new thing on my phone. I, I took the Christmassy stuff off and it's doing random stuff. So I've got this really weird picture of a cat on my screen. I don't know where I came from. Anyway, uh, it's, it's, it's YouTube. It's uh, TikTok. It's, it, it, it's all it is. It's astonishing. So uh, this is the part that was missing from the Texas thing is that that woman has taken their son and she's skedaddled to California. And they won't step in. And the point is, in California, she can do what she wants and nobody will stop her. Even though they know there is an order prohibiting her from doing that, California now says, we don't care. Any other state can prohibit this. We don't care if you're in California, you can do anything you want to your kids. They are, they, they, they just, um, another one that, that uh, went into effect on uh, Sunday, allowing nurses to perform abortions without doctors. This law attempts to expand access to abortion by allowing qualified nurses to perform certain abortion procedures in the first trimester of pregnancy without the supervision of a doctor. This new law will take effect alongside a new provision in the California Constitution passed by a referendum in 2022, guaranteeing the right to abortion and contraception. Do, do you see what happens? Do you see what's going on here? Do you see the hatred of life? The bold expression of the love of death in the state of California. Um, also, on Sunday, decriminalizing jaywalking because of Racism. This law called the Freedom <laughs> The Freedom to Walk Act. I you know, this would if Babylon and B had done this five years ago, we all would have been, oh come on, you guys, you're you're, you're getting a little you're getting out there. Yeah. The Freedom to Walk Act presumes that jaywalking is a racist crime. Because it is supposedly enforced unevenly by the nation's most left-wing state in communities of color where people um, supposedly cannot afford to pay the fines. The law prevents police from stopping people who are crossing the street illegally unless they are in danger. There you go. 
There you go. Yeah, yeah, you would have thought. Um, they also decriminalized loitering for prostitution. This law, another one from Scott Weiner, the guy up in San Francisco that is just uh, decriminalizes loitering in public for the purpose of committing prostitution, which remains a crime. It also allows those convicted of such loitering to petition courts for the dismissal and sealing of their cases. The law aims to remove the social stigma of sex work. It also comes amid a statewide crime wave. (laughs) And then there's one on hold that they're trying to get through, which is another one from uh, Representative Wiener. A state control of fast food restaurants. State control of fast food restaurants. Uh, It creates a 10-member Politburo known as the Fast Food Council, which would serve for 10 years and would set wages and working conditions for the fast food industry. That's California. That's that's California. That's... (laughs) And people... Put people over in California to get upset with me. Why, why won't you come over here? I, said, I, 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 I don't want to go to China and I don't want to go to California. <laughs> it's, it's, um, it, the insanity, maybe? Uh, the, the fact that you're run by communists, maybe? I, I don't know, but yeah, there you go. That's, uh, that's, what's, that's what's facing us uh, these days. So, again, um, when you look at the, the common denominators in all these things, our ability to even hear another side of the argument, to hear disagreement, uh, look at what's happening in California with, with Peterson. Look at what's happening, what we know is going on every single day in Facebook, uh, Google, Google searches, all that stuff. They're all being spun in a particular direction. And the the goal is the end of the ability to speak truth, to, to say anything about what's going on, uh, including the fact that uh, in Europe, the World Economic Forum... Uh, is working together with the UN to create these 15, 20 minute cities. Oxford has already passed this and it will start uh, in less than one year now. In 2024, the city has been divided up into six sectors and you are only allowed to be in the sector where your home is. You can apply for a pass to go into another sector and you'll be given a certain number of them, but they're a limited number. And if you go over your limited number, or if you don't have a pass to go to a particular part of the city, then you will be fined. And they will use all those cameras to check your plates and your phone or however they want to do it. They can do it. Um, so that you don't have to even have a car. You, don't, you can just, you can walk take a bike to the grocery store, to the doctor, but you're limited. If your favorite restaurant is over there, oh, well, change your tastes. But my, my mom lives over there. Well, you're just not going to be able to see her as often as you used to. Um, and I keep telling people, you put this together with the social credit system, that is so plainly evident in China. You do it with the CDBC stuff, the the centralized banking. You you give up your money, and you let somebody else control it, and they can turn it on and off. You are their slave. You're their slave. They own you. They can tell you what to do, where to go, where not to go, when not to go. And the ultimate goal, as we know, is for you to be living in a box without a family, without children, eating bugs. 
uh, and in not, and and filled with enough noxious uh, genetic altering poisons to make sure that you won't live all that long anyways. That's what they want. That's where they're going. And right now, as long as they control the election process, I don't know what to do to stop them. I don't know what you do to stop them. I mean, I live in Maricopa County. I, I live in one of the most corrupt places. I, I thought Chicago, you know, everybody knows everything's rigged in Chicago. Yeah, they moved down here to get out of the cold and uh, set up the same system. And it doesn't matter whether they have a D or an R after the name. They, they all do the same thing. Um, and so I, you know, I look at where I am and I go, uh, I said before the last election, I said, I said, we haven't changed anything. I've got a dear friend back east, and he's always, <coughs> he's always talking about, we've got eyes on the election now. We know what they did before. We're going we're gonna to catch them this time. And I'm, I'm just sitting here going, no, we won't. In our system, our system, John Adams is right. It was designed for religious and moral people, and that means... It is subject to corruption on the part of those who will do so without a conscience. And so that's what we see all around us. Uh, So what do we do about it? Well, we have to be the ones pointing the way for the few who do wake up um, and, and want to know, well, what do we do in the future? Because this is good. It's all going to come down around our ears. It's going to come crashing down with a big, big, loud noise. And uh, when that happens, uh, got to be able to rebuild. Got to be able to rebuild. I, I was, I, I've mentioned to you, and in thinking about all this stuff, I have been contemplating the, the prophets. And yes, mo- most of what is found in the prophets is addressed to the people of Israel, but, but not all of it. And there are descriptions. I, was, I think I was, in, I was in Micah or Hosea, and there is the description, it's early on, of woe to those who lay upon their beds devising evil waiting for the rising of the sun so that they can then enact their evil plans. And they can steal people's property. They can take their fields. Huh. Is that happening right now? Oh, all around us. All around us. Uh, we, we are seeing these people taking through governments and, and corporations and NGOs and everything else Taking what you earn by working, stealing it, and utilizing that money to enslave you. It's an amazing system when you watch it all working. Um, And there is a moral term for this activity. It's evil. It is an evil thing that people are doing. And um, so uh, last evening... Uh, I started getting, I started seeing stuff online uh, flowing by, and eventually I went ahead and fired up my TV program, and it was too late. I I, I missed all of it, but uh, everybody by now has heard what happened in the football game, Monday Night Football, and. I made exactly one comment and, of course, got raked over the coals for doing that. But somebody else uh, made the comment that um, why is it that we can't ask the obvious questions? And I said, I'll give you hundreds of billions of reasons for that. And my point was obvious. Look at the money. Look at money's power. And when you live in a, in a corrupt society where people do not have overarching standards of morality, don't, don't have honor, 
don't have a commitment to the concept of of a free nation and liberty and and because all that stuff secularism has no grounds for any of this stuff you you are an ugly bag of mostly water you are a random cosmic accident there is no way of grounding any kind of meaningful morality any moral system that you create on the basis of mankind being an accident will itself be accidental in having any consistency to it. And if it does have consistency to it, it'll either be because it's stealing from God's world without acknowledging it, or simply using brute force to bring about its, um, its conclusions. And so, uh, here's <laughs> uh, this kind of, you know, we're going to be doing this debate in, in April. Is it possible to have morality without, without God? Well, that's an academic aspect of this, but now we're seeing it just being lived out in our society with Big questions, obvious questions, certain answers cannot be given. They can't, you can't even ask certain questions, or you will be absolutely shut down, almost in a reflexive, mob-like fashion. And it, it is amazing to sit back and to see people going, well, stuff like this can happen. It's happened in the past. Okay, yeah. Um, there was a guy who died of a heart attack in, in, a, in an NFL game a number of years ago. But he didn't die of a heart attack at the same time that there were dozens, hundreds, and thousands of other people likewise in the same age bracket dying of heart attacks and related cardiac issues. And so we're supposed to just, well, no, no, just, just put that one over there and then and, and put that one way over there. <laughs> we, we, we can't ask the question, is there something that connects all these together? Because we all know there is. And so... Well, but, you know, uh, no, think about it. Massive medical experimentation has taken place across the world. And the places where this isn't happening are the places where they didn't participate. And the places where it is happening, not only the cardiac issues, but now we're seeing the flu and immunological issues and cancers. And, and if you're not allowed to go, okay, let's see if we can connect the dots. You will never connect the dots and you will never stop it. And when you ask the question why, like I said, I can give you hundreds of billions of reasons. Money is power, and, and it absolutely corrupts a person who does not have an eternal view of this world. When, when, you, when you just go, hey, um, my happiness is my ultimate, my ultimate goal, because once I die, there's nothing after that. What you do will be fundamentally impacted by that decrepit worldview. And that's what we're facing. So like I said, you go back to the prophets, and there's plenty of places where they bring a message of judgment on foreign nations based upon God's moral law. And they are, it's the very basics of that moral law that are um, 
We're not talking about, well, you know, there was some obscure mosaic commandment against X, Y, or Z. No, we're talking about Deuteronomy 18, the stuff that caused the land to spew the Canaanites out because of the depth of their depravity. And is that laid out for us in Scripture? It is. But these days, there are plenty of people who call themselves experts that will give you reason not to believe that. I, over the weekend, there was some, again, another religious guy. His um, profile picture um, was of he and another guy with rings. See, I won't talk about husband and wife there because it, that's a, it's an utter redefinition of the terms. No man has a husband. No wife has a wife. Uh, we have to protect the meaning of those things. People say, well, it doesn't hurt you. Yes, it does. Yes, it, yes, it does. When, when you have a man introduce another man as his husband, that fundamentally denigrates my relationship to my wife as her husband. Because it's not the same relationship. Um, it is a narcissistic relationship. It is it is falling in love with a mirror image. And it's destructive. It does not bring life. It brings death. And so I had a number of encounters in this one guy. Um, again, we've, we have certainly tried to make the information available to everybody who wants to be prepared to answer the 1946 movie level stuff. Um, and by the way, if anyone happens to see it, that is now available for viewing. Uh, please let us know. <laughs> I, I don't necessarily go running around trying to find where it's going to be available, but obviously I want to, Review it as soon as it's, it's available in some meaningful fashion. Uh, I don't know that it is or isn't yet. No one said anything about it. I, I've assumed that once it is available, someone will definitely point me to it. But we have tried to give everybody the information they need. And I encountered a number of people over the weekend again. And they're throwing out the standard, standard, standard stuff. And there is only a certain set of arguments that can be put together by people, by homosexuals who claim to be Christians. And if you've, if you've heard this stuff before, it's, it's not difficult to deal with, but many Christians are really, they, they really stumble because it does require some level of understanding of background issues, language issues. Um, you know, uh, this one guy said to me, well, uh, Leviticus twenty thirteen. That's a that's just for uh, that's just about cultic purity issues in Israel. Doesn't have anything to do with anybody else. And I said, so that's why the exact same language is used two chapters earlier about why the land is spewing out the Canaanites, right? And you can tell these folks have never run into anybody that. Well, okay, I'll take that back. They may have run into people, but they've simply ignored it because there was no, the only answer that was forthcoming was um, to cite wildly leftist female rabbis. <laughs> if, you, if you think we have uh, folks way, 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 way out on uh, the left, I uh, think anything compared to what what the the Jewish folks have. I mean, they they, they, they get out there. That was the only thing they come up with was, uh, well, you know, this Jewish rabbi. Uh, it's like um, you you realize that there are the vast majority of Jewish rabbis today do not have anywhere near the view of scripture as being inspired and authoritative that, that we have. You, you do realize that. Well, of course, they probably don't have that view of scripture themselves any, anymore, but um, that's, that's how that goes. Anyways, so 
put a lot of stuff over for the last three minutes here. Um, last night, um, I didn't, I didn't get to listen to much of it, but Turret and Fan did a, um, online debate with Nick Sayers, the guy's, the guy from the Texas Receptus guy. He's always been a critic of mine. I don't believe Nick Sayers has ever done a presentation where he did not mention me. He, he did in his opening statement last night. Um, and I, I only got to see a portion of it before the wife came home and she had gone grocery shopping and gentlemen, if you want to want to know one of the secrets to being married for 40 years is when your wife comes home after grocery shopping, you help her get the groceries out of the car. Okay. You just, everything else pales into insignificance at that particular point in time. Uh, you, you get other things done. And uh, so I didn't get to hear all the rest of it. So I'm, I'm looking forward to, to hearing all the rest of it because I didn't, I didn't hear how uh, Brother Sayers tried to deal with Ephesians 3.9. But all that to just remind you that if you're in the Tennessee area, uh, we will be doing a debate and it's going to be, it's going to be a little different. And this is suggested by my opponent. Um, he wanted me to defend the ESV. Well, I don't use the ESV. Um, so I'm not going to do that. But I said, well, I use the Legacy Standard Bible. And yes, it's new, but the LSB is just simply an um, update to the 1995 NASB. It's been around for a long time. And... Um, so the I think the thesis statement is something along the lines of Legacy Standard Bible is superior to the King James Version of the Bible. And so that means we get to look at <clears throat> text and translation. Um, it's a little bit unfair. I think that the King James translators would agree with me. <laughs> um, th they never thought that their their translation would be the standard for hundreds and hundreds of years. They, they didn't buy all the King James only wackiness. And so I think the King James translators would be on my side on this uh, particular debate, but it will allow a lot of the issues to be, to be brought up because it does not matter how clearly and how compellingly the argumentation is presented. King James onlyism persists and TR onlyism persists. And now there is a Bible translation being done of a majority text. I'm not sure what the TR guys are going to do with that. Because you can't buy the majority text. It's over, what, uh, over 6,000 or 8,000? 6,000 or 8,000 differences between majority text and the TR. But what, is, what are you going to do when there's, a, when there's a difference? If you buy the idea that the TR, as the basis of King James, is the locus of God's providential protection and preservation over time. I don't know. But um, anyway, like I said, um, that's part of a conference taking place at Jeffrey Rice's church in Tullahoma, Tennessee. And so I've already gotten some emails from folks who are going to be traveling down there and they want to be a part of uh, all that and uh, see the debate in person and things like that. So um, I don't think we've posted anything yet on that, but we need to. Yeah, I got some catching up to do. Got to get that up there ASAP. I mean, I've posted it on social media and stuff, um, but we need to get something up on the on the website so that uh, people know exactly how to get that information, as well as the debate on marriage in Houston on the way to Tennessee. So prayers for no um, snowpocalypse uh, coming through. Uh, that could really mess a lot of stuff up uh, because... I'm driving, and um, of course, the snow apocalypse comes through. That messes everything up for flying too. Um, but we want to we want to see all this stuff taking place and uh, have it a, a blessing and benefit, to folks. Okay, well, there's just some thoughts that was raised by the crazy, crazy, crazy stuff going on in California. And by the way, calling that stuff law when it's absurd destroys the moral authority of law to begin with. That's the problem in our, in our nation. We now know that law just simply reflects the whims of certain people rather than 
what would bring God's blessing or bring God's curse against a people. Huge difference between that, those, those perspectives. And that explains a lot about what's going on in our nation today. All right. Well, got to wrap this up because there's some stuff I've got to get to today. Thank you so much for watching. We will see you next time here on The Dividing Line. God bless. <laughs>